This is Femoir the Podcast, episode 48, and today we're going to talk all about those thoughts you've been having. Hey friends, hi friends, how you doing? Uh, this is Film with Podcast and I am Brianna Hansen and my voice is a little scratchy because I may or may not have just woken up. <laughs> I love doing this thing. I, I know it's weird. I know it's different. I know the podcast is like, what does it even mean? And I don't know. We're kind of discovering it together. But I have to say that uh, it's fun to wake up and be like, well, before I go to the gym, I'm just going to record a little podcast and put it out into the universe. Like, <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to do. Today we're going to talk, excuse that, excuse that, <clears throat> excuse that. I could go through and edit it, but, um, you know, I'm not going to because we're going to do this just off the cuff because that's what uh, was promised. Also, apologies for last week. I realized I kind of cut myself off at the beginning of the episode if you heard it. Yeah, sorry about that. I just didn't listen to it before I put it up. <laughs> Whoops-a-doo. I'll try and do better. I will. That's the thing. Like, we're always trying to do better, right? Today we're going to talk about thoughts. Um, I'm reading this book uh, called, wait, The Magic of Intuition. Pretty sure it's The Magic of Intuition. I can see it right now on my nightstand. It's uh, very colorful and that's probably why I bought it. I thought it was a picture book, <laughs> but it actually has words in it and the words in it are very good. But in The Magic of Intuition, she calls, my, I really hope it's called that since I keep referring to it. She calls um, basically thoughts mind stuff. I mean, she also refers to your thoughts, but she kind of calls it this mind stuff. It's this um, essay written by this woman years ago, like in the early, I think it was in the 1920s or something, or she's from the 20s. It's, uh, she's, it's a very old essay, and so she calls it mind stuff, which I think is just such a cool way of putting thoughts. It's the stuff that our mind is made up of. Um, so I'm going to talk about thoughts in two ways. First, I'm going to talk about it in, I think, um, the way that it affects us, all our thoughts. And then I'm going to talk about it in the way that uh, it could negatively affect us, um, I guess, first as positive and then as uh, negative. But I mean, I'm in two different ways. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Just stick with me for a few minutes that this podcast is and you will see what I mean. Um, first of all, the first way that uh, you know, we talk about thoughts all the time and people genuinely believe, and I am aboard this train, this bandwagon, if you will. I don't know if it's big enough to be a bandwagon, but if it is, I am on board that bandwagon. Um, that our thoughts genuinely affect how we feel and what's going on inside of our body. Uh, they're very, very powerful. When I was in Chicago, I actually had this dream once, and this is going to sound so silly, but I had this dream. I was like in an improv class, which is pretty much all I did in Chicago. And uh, I had this dream that one of my improv teachers and I were on a roller coaster. It's not like we were besties. He's just one of my improv teachers. But we were on a roller coaster. And it was moving fast. And we were just having a thrilling time. And he said to me after the roller coaster, he was like, our thoughts are electricity. Electrify your mind. Something kind of awesome like that. And um, I woke up and was like so affected by that particular message from my subconscious. I don't know. It was just like 
our thoughts are electricity, electrify your mind. Because it was, I guess it was so visual. It was such a visual idea. But I've thought about it a lot since then. And uh, not just that, but, you know, everything that people say about how much our own thoughts really do affect the outcome of a situation, not only within our own body, but the way that we view the world and the relationships with the people in the world, relationships with other people in the world. Because no matter what you think, you're right. <laughs> um, if you think that you're in a relationship where uh, you don't deserve the person, whether or not you realize it, if you truly have those thoughts all the time and you act on those thoughts and you um, you know, believe those in your core, you are going to, and by you, I mean, I do this, I have done this, I did this. You are going to make that a reality. So that person does not deserve you. You're going to make yourself such a different uh, outcome than one where you're like, I'm lucky to have this person, this lucky, this person is lucky to have me. I mean, just the way that you will act out the expectations that you have. If you think, you know, you text someone and they don't respond and your mind stuff, your thoughts are, are that, that that person is ignoring you, that person doesn't like you, that person finds you annoying, whatever, um, when really it could just be they don't, they're not at their phone at the moment or they're uh, bad at texting you back, which I have been known to be. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be like a personal attack, but here you are thinking that, oh my God, all these things are going wrong. And then no matter what the person texts back eventually when they do, you're convinced that all those things had to have been true. And so now you're in a, coming from a position of like, I've done something wrong. I have to fix this. And um, the person, the other person's constantly on like the defensive almost for you of like, no, you're fine. But eventually that's going to wear them down. They're going to be like, oh my God, stop. Would you just stop? Just get over it? I mean, if you do something wrong, you should probably feel guilty about it. I mean, not guilty, but you should be aware that you did something wrong and you should uh, make immediate steps to correct it. Like I'm not saying, you know, go around wronging people and then be convinced in your mind stuff that that's okay. It's certainly not the case. But I am saying that we should be hyper aware and proactive of our own mind stuff, of our own thoughts, because it genuinely affects outcomes of things. If you um, always think you don't have enough money for something, you're never going to have money for anything because you're always going to act under the assumption that uh, you can't afford it. And listen, any of you who know me know I am careful with my money. I am, uh, I'm not going to say stingy because I'm trying this new thing this year, um, but I'm very careful with the money that I have. And uh, I am trying to force myself to be a little more open to the fact that if I intuitively think I need to get something, I'm going to get it and I'm going to uh, create maybe a little void, a little debt in the universe that it can come in and fill. <laughs> uh, we don't, I don't have to be going around thinking I'm such a poor artist, I'm a poor artist, I'm a poor artist because I've done that for many, many years and uh, I continue to be a poor artist. So now I'm thinking I can afford anything that I want. I am uh, filled with abundance. I am surrounded by generosity. I have lots of money. <laughs> And um, hopefully those things will manifest because if they, even if they don't, like it's a better attitude to live. It's a less stressful, a more worry-free attitude. Um, and I just like it a lot more. 
And now I'm going to take the same thing, uh, the same idea and go a little bit more wonky with it if you'll go with me for a second. I genuinely believe that our thoughts can manifest any reality and I believe it more than like the relationship thing I just told you because, you know, interpersonal relationships I think uh, are very clear indications of what's going on in someone's mind. But I genuinely think that when you take time to affirm certain positive thoughts, when you take time to meditate and make sure your thoughts are clear, and we're going to get into that one in a second, but if you take time to really visualize uh, realities that you want and you are careful about your thoughts, I really do think uh, that that can manifest the world around you. Even if it's just on the level of like, you're convinced you're having a lucky day, <laughs> then no matter what happens to you, you're going to start seeing things that are like, oh my God, that affirms the fact that I think I'm having a lucky day. Just like when you think you're having a bad day, you start to see all the things that affirm the fact that you're supposedly having a bad day. I mean, we've all done it. Like you want to maybe, when I was looking for cars, right? Um, I had to get a new car. When I was looking for cars, I was all about uh, the Hyundai Elantra, which is the car I ended up with, which is the car that I love. But I was all about that car. <laughs> I was looking at different Hyundais and uh, it's, it seemed to me like every time I left my apartment, I saw Hyundais everywhere. Everywhere I looked, I saw Hyundais because it was on my mind, because it was something I was thinking about. So when you proactively say like, this is going to be an extremely lucky day for me, um, even if something supposedly unlucky happens, you don't know that that's not going to create a very lucky outcome, first of all, but you also don't know um, that you didn't, you also don't know that that whatever the thing that is supposedly unlucky happened, you don't know that it's uh, not part of your lucky day. Like not only that it can create a good outcome, but just that like you will see it as a stroke of luck likely <laughs> unless something extremely tragic happens. But even then, like uh, I don't want to say even then something good has happened, but I'm just saying like my point is you don't know when you uh, leave the house for the day, what kind of day you're having, right? So you can just proactively choose. And then if you choose that it's a lucky day, like the Hyundai Elantra I saw all the time or the Accent or the Sonata, which I'm very good at telling the difference of now because I was staring at Hyundais for months. But now if you uh, choose that, you're going to see it around you all the time. If you're like, oh my God, people are inherently good. You're going to start seeing noticing and remembering and imprinting on your mind, oh, that person who let you in on traffic, that was so nice of them. Oh, that person who smiled at you while you were sitting at the stoplight, that was so nice of them. Oh, look, this person did something nice, I don't know, gave you the rose off the side of the road for free or something. Like no matter what, it's going to feel like it's lucky because you have decided that it's a lucky day. So if we have that power, why not, why not choose it? Why not choose to do it? At the very least, uh, if you don't want to go along with my own uh, ideas that you can actually manifest these visualizations that you have, if you can very clearly see something, you can become it. Um, if you don't want to go along with that because it's a little too much for you or too much for now or whatever, I mean, at the very least, you have to, I think, agree that if you think whatever you think you're doing is what you are doing. If you think you're being annoying, even if you're not at first, you're going to be so convinced that you're being annoying to someone that you are going to become annoying to them. If you think you're hilarious, even if you're not at first, and you're, but you're so convinced that you're going to be a successful, hilarious person, you're going to become that because you're going to believe it at your core. And then 
you know, in your subconscious and all these levels that we can't uh, measure. And then you're going to start manifesting that in the conscious world and the physical world that we can see these things. Another example. And then I'll get into my last thing and then I'll get you the F out of here. But uh, one more example. I have an article coming out actually on uh, DearVagina.com about something similar to this, which is basically like I have a kind of ridiculous uh, sense of style for clothing. I love um, shiny stuff. I love uh, colorful stuff. I love big furry things. I love sparkles. Um, so for years, I kind of never wore a lot of that stuff. I wore it when I was really young and then I started getting self-conscious, went through puberty at the age of 25. And um, and I stopped uh, wearing it really. I mean, I just kind of got self-conscious about what people thought about what I was wearing. And very recently, I've decided that like, I mean, it's uh, maybe you guys know this if you know me, but I want to be a superstar. I don't want to be a superstar because I want fame and all the, you know, um, all that underlying stuff of like, I want the world to pay attention to me like a Kardashian. I want to be able to be in high demand for entertainment and uh, to be a person who is sought after as an entertainer and as a writer and uh, as a speaker and as a teacher. I, I want that and I'm becoming it every day. So I have these like, I have this like furry vest, right? And when I wear it, it makes me feel, I have two of them. And when I wear it, it makes me feel like like an old timey Mae West kind of superstar diva or whatever. And because of that, my initial feeling, because for years I've been so self-conscious about it, is like, oh, this makes me self-conscious. Like, I don't want attention. I don't want people thinking that I think I'm some Mae West 1920s, 40s movie star. But then my second thought, which is the harder one, which is the one I'm trying to embrace more, is screw it. I am a superstar. I wear what I want. <laughs> and it's kind of just a more fun approach. I don't know whether or not I'm right. It's just a more fun way, I think, of approaching life. I would rather go through life with this perspective, um, with these mind thoughts, with this thought that I have help and some sense of control and empowering visualizations to make the world a better place for myself and those around me. I would rather have that and then get to whatever's afterwards and find out I'm wrong than I would to live it from a place of disempowerment, from a place that thinks that thoughts don't matter, you know, that nothing matters. There is nothing more. Oh my gosh, my alarm's going off. Hold on. Okay, we're back. <laughs> so that's that's the that's basically my whole point. And then the last thing I wanted to say, which was how thoughts can negatively affect you, um, which was, you know, the second part or whatever, is I just kind of wanted to give a little caveat. I think that the only part of this visualization and of this mind stuff uh, world that I I just can't buy into yet and just won't buy into is, well, I think if you're, if you're constantly telling yourself you're tired and you're constantly telling yourself you're sick or there's something wrong with you, I do think that those thoughts can physically affect you. I certainly, I just can't buy into the idea that some people have that every disease is a dis-ease, D-I-S-E-A-S-E, -S -E, which is disease, but also they call it a dis-ease, meaning you are blocking your own subconscious in some way that is not allowing yourself to heal, that you can like think yourself free of every single disease. And uh, the reason, and I, I think, you know, you can do some stuff. I think there are certain things, you know, you can uh, trick yourself into getting healthier. You can 
believe that I'm going to rest all day today and feel much better tomorrow and then you're going to take steps to rest. Like, And I, I think that you can have more energy than you think you do by telling yourself you have a lot of energy. Like there are, to a certain degree, I believe that. But I just want to make sure that I'm clear so everyone uh, you know, in the world knows this. I do not think people who have cancer uh, brought it upon themselves by any sort of mind thought. I don't think people who struggle with very serious illnesses like deserve it from some sick, you know, blockage that they have. I don't think kids that are struggling with cancer of in any way, shape, or form like brought it upon themselves. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that was clear because there are – while everything else I truly do believe, while I truly do believe that, you know, there are, there's so much power in our mind, uh, you know, our thoughts are electricity, so electrify your mind. I, I, in my core, I believe that. Also in my core, I refuse to believe that the people I have loved and lost to diseases, uh, very serious ones, or the people struggling with them right now, were at, at some level weak in their mind. Like they could have thought away this disease. Um, you hear weird stories of people doing crazy things all the time that have put, you know, certain diseases into remission, et cetera. I don't know how to explain that, uh, but I just want to be clear that I think, you know, in a normal circumstance, in a daily life, you can easily and wonderfully make the world a brighter and better place by being proactive about positive mind thoughts, <laughs> about positive thoughts. Um, but I do not think that uh, the people, for the most part, who are ridden with illness uh, are not being proactive in their positivity because I have found huge inspiration by some people close to me who are dealing with things that I've been fortunate enough not to have to deal with that are very serious and very intense and I could not handle as a human being were it me. And uh, I get inspiration from their own extremely positive outlook uh, no matter what. Okay, just wanted to say that. And very last thing, a lot of times uh, it's helpful to, when you're being proactive about your thoughts, to recognize them as just a function of the brain, just like our hand has fingers and our fingers move and we know how to move them and our heart beats. Like every bodily organ has some sort of function and the brain's function is thoughts. So for me because I have a lot of them all the time and because I have a very active brain and a very active imagination and I'm constantly like producing and thinking of what I'm going to be producing next and writing and thinking about eight different projects I always have going on, especially right now. I'm filming a web series and also trying to edit a book and still trying to do this and write and all this jazz. And it is not complaints. It's so freaking cool. It makes me in my element. But uh, in doing that, I have to be very careful that my thoughts don't get the better of me because if I do, I will never be in the present moment. I will always be thinking of something else. I will always be thinking of the future when I'm on set, uh, you know, filming these words that I love with the people that I adore and just making magic into this reality. I will not be present to enjoy it because I will be so wrapped up in my own thoughts that is this working? What's the next step? All this stuff. So what I found works for me, and I suggest you maybe try it for you and let me know what you think, is, uh, you know, I meditate and uh, I'm not the first person to not like, there's this thing called meditation and you should try it out and I'm an expert at it. That's certainly not the case. But there is, uh, I found what helps me in meditation is the recognition that when I sit down and I let my body 
you know, relax and I can see how many thoughts are going through my head and I don't judge it. I just respect the fact that there's a lot of thoughts going on and that's what the mind does. The mind creates thoughts and they're neither good nor bad. Um, in that moment while I'm meditating, they're just there. And so I try and, you know, give it a break and ease it up so that they can slow down and so that they can calm down and so that I can be more in tune with the feeling in the rest of my body and, um, you know, my gut and my intuition and all these other things. If I can quiet the mind down, then I can be more present so that when the thoughts come back, um, as well they do, I mean, they never really go anywhere. Obviously, your brain is constantly working as long as you're alive. Um, but what meditation does for me is it helps me then be more present, to be recognizing when I have too many thoughts, to be recognizing when uh, my thoughts are getting the better of me, and also to take the time to be proactive about having positive thoughts because I can actually hear the thoughts that are going through my head. And so I can, uh, you know, recognize them for what they are. If I'm constantly thinking certain things that are putting me in a specific pattern, by slowing down those thoughts uh, and taking the time to have a little quiet and breathe a little bit, then I can hopefully change that pattern. It's an ongoing process, as is everything else. And I say all this having not meditated in like a week. But I also hadn't gotten up and done stand-up in like a week. So just it was just I took like a week off from like everything, ex even exercise. Like I've not been great about all these things that I love for about a week or so. Um, but that's, you know, even that, like we need to think to myself, like I've been allowing myself to spend my energy in other ways <laughs> rather than like I didn't do this because I'm lazy and I suck. Like that's. You know, that's what one of the options. So hope this is helpful for you. I hope you're enjoying these. I would love to hear back from you. Brianna at BriannaHanson.com. BriannaHanson.com is my website. I got everything up there, and you can check it out. Um, next week, we're going to be talking about, and I'm going to get these out weekly, whether or not they're on Tuesday. I'm going to try my best to make it Tuesday. But, um, you know, life happens when you're making other plans. Next week, we're talking about breakdowns. Oh, boy. Get ready for that. There's, um, oh, boy. That's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Thank you all for listening, friends. Um, please let me know what you think. The show notes will be up later in the day for this episode. And I will talk to you soon. And if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or, um, you know, anything, I just, I love communication. So communicate with me, okay? Okay. Till next episode, friends. Bye. Yo, I, this is busy, you know, and I know I'll be promising that my single's gonna drop this week, but some stuff came up in the studio, and I'm not gonna call it drama, cause like, I don't believe in drama, you know, but it was drama, so, uh, I'm gonna be dropping my single next week, but you know what, like, you gonna love it so much, you gonna be like, I didn't even notice that, you know, I had a life before this single, so enjoy your life now, cause next week is about to change. For reals.